Hello, and welcome to Desk Pop. Before we get into our regular pop culture-filled discussion, we must first briefly mention what's going on right now in our country. There are lots of protests happening across the United States, and now even in other countries, in response to the horrible murder of George Floyd at the hands of several police officers, as well as the accumulation of other acts of police brutality targeting people of color that have gone unheard, unrecorded, and undocumented. Our thoughts and our hearts go out to the protesters who are out right now, as well as those helping to amplify the voices that need to be heard. Please be safe, please be healthy, and please wear masks. Though we both agree that it is sometimes healthy for people to seek outlets and distractions from what's happening around us right now, we both believe that not addressing this at all would make us complicit to the bigoted behavior and white supremacy that has led to these protests. Because we ourselves are not experts or opinion leaders for the black experience, police brutality, racial injustice, or systematic oppression, we will be providing resources linked in the description on what you can do to help from home, as well as some other places you can donate to to help the protesters and those in need of financial aid. Again, please be safe out there. All lives cannot matter until black lives matter. That being said, please enjoy this episode of Desk Pop. Hello, Andy. Hello, Brian. Howdy. Welcome to Desk Pop. Welcome to our 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 humble little podcast, yep. episode fifty-five. Yep. <laughs> uh, what have, what have you been up to? How are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I went I went to a store uh, for the first time since February. Um, it. I mean, if you're not counting gas stations. Uh, I went to a Target re- um, earlier today um, to pick up some Oreos and some Legos to uh, help. Essentials. Uh, yeah, the essentials, you know, Oreos and Legos. Um, that, that's just what my soul needed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I did that. I got the. Um, so I don't. I. I think Twilight is silly, but there's some <laughs> weird drive within me to learn everything there is to know about this universe and these characters. Hmm. So I went to the book section and I bought the gender swapped novel of Twilight, um, which I later found out is essentially the director's cut of Twilight because apparently is it written by author... the same person? Yes. Okay. Um, Stephanie Meyer, apparently when, she released Twilight. She was legally not allowed to make any edits or adjustments to the book since it was published. So any edits or clarifications or loopholes in the story or whatever that she wanted to fix, she was now able to fix in this rewritten gender-swapped version of it. Interesting. So I am excited to dive in. and I hope and you, you let me apart. know how it is. <laughs> I will. Um, that reminds me, we've, I think starting this week, um, Uh we're starting a new segment called late to the party where, so that'll already be out when this podcast comes out. Yes. Uh, so check that out if you haven't found it already, but, uh, we both discuss old pieces of media that we missed when, uh, during its heyday and we've, we've recently visited for the first time. So 
Uh, I definitely will talk to you about that <laughs> on an episode of that. That's uh, I'm. I, I look forward to, to hearing. I, I have questions, but obviously you haven't read it yet, so I don't. I'll wait. I'll there, I'll wait. <laughs> there's like a whole preamble before the book starts that I read through that talks about like the exact percentages of changes that she made, along with the mm-hmm. justifications for the change, which is like it's crazy. Like, and this is just the first book. Like, this is just the Twilight yeah. version of the book. Yeah, and okay. apparently this book, it's not set up for a sequel, so the ending is different than the original story. I was going to so, ask how the man gets pregnant at the end <laughs> with the baby. <laughs> how progressive. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll let you know, but, okay. you know, finger, fingers crossed. I apparently look, I look all, the characters, all the characters are gender swapped except for uh, the father and mother, I believe. Ah yes, wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> there, there, there's a whole thing talking about like the divorce and like if the gender swap. If oh, you mean were swapped in the time Bella would have been in someone else's custody because it was more likely to that the daughter would be with the mother instead of the father, and so there was just like this clarification about child huh. custody in the '90s or something. I thought you meant the vampire parents, and so I was like, that's oh. weird. <laughs> I was like, what would that change about this story? <laughs> it's like everyone's gender swapped except this one character. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, so. I, I look forward to your review. Yeah, I, I look forward to to reviewing it. Well, I've never reviewed a book before. <laughs> no. Uh, how, how are you, Brian? I'm all right. Uh, I think I'm right there with everyone. Just kind of generally the world has exhausted me. Uh I've been playing Minecraft Dungeons with Aaron. Uh, I've been trying, like, I tried to get Dana into Diablo. Yeah. And she wasn't about it. <laughs> and so I've been, like, I've been really trying to sell her Minecraft Dungeons so we can play it. <laughs> I, like, I have been. It's four, it's four player. It. I, we got it on, I have it on PS4. I got uh, PlayStation Live to play it. PS, so. Uh, <laughs> PS Plus, Brian. Yeah, PS Plus, whatever. I don't know. It, PS Live. Whatever. I don't know. There's, I don't. It's so frustrating to have to pay for a service to then play online games. I like oh, to play. That's so dumb. It's so yeah. stupid to me. I I understand. Like you know, um, obviously, there's there are things that require upkeep, like game servers and such. But yeah, it just, it's so like to play something on PC and not have to ever do that. Uh, except for like maybe world of Warcraft. But anyway, uh, we've been playing that. It's been fun. Um, I would recommend it. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I've just, it's been very busy at work. So I have woken up every, every day this week, uh, with a nightmare <laughs> i uh <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> like it's it's been a very stressful stressful week in general um one of the nightmares with me and you uh arguing uh so that was a weird one um nice yeah it was it was good <laughs> i decided to visit you on the astral plane to... <laughs> and you were an asshole <laughs> <laughs> to, con- to confront you about <laughs> uh yeah yeah so i just every what were we arguing about well it wasn't anything exciting uh oh. i think uh it was it's one of those things where like when you wake up you kind of don't remember details you know what i mean mm. but 
I want to say like we were just getting on each other's nerves in general and we were both like hey can you fucking stop to each other and then it just kept escalating and and it was like I, I woke up and I was all sweaty and I was like oh my god <laughs> you wake up and you're at your computer chair and I'm like still yelling at you through the web it's real this life isn't a dream. it's happening right now yeah yeah uh but yeah no so other than that you know things are great um other than the 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 whole global situation and uh not being able to sleep you know minecraft dungeons is wonderful (laughs) yeah i i definitely want to uh i want to give that a try soon i i need to get i i'm still excited about this whole reddit thing i really think it's going to take off but uh that's one of the (laughs) I, I need to ask the fellows over at Reddit if it's uh, fun to play single player, just so I, kn- I I have that crutch just in case. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Aaron. He's been playing it by himself, like, when I'm not playing it. So I think he's been enjoying that. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I'll definitely get it. Um, cool. <laughs> I, I, uh, I went, I also, one quick thing. I went fri- to play Frisbee or disc golf okay. yesterday. That's fun. Yeah, I uh, surpri- surprisingly I liked it. Yeah. It um, there's there are way more rules and terms and gameplay <laughs> styles <laughs> that go with disc golf that I didn't know about. Yeah. There are several different types of frisbees that you switch through. Yeah. Because um, that's the, that that's know. the golf element. Like you know when yeah. you you would switch like clubs, it's switching you know um, yeah. discs. There's like lore to it. It's it's crazy. <laughs> um, everything has like a specific term, yeah. and they're like all sorts of different trick throws and stuff. The person uh, who uh, took me um, was showing me all the all these different types of throws. And the all person who took you. <laughs> the person. The person who took me. I woke I woke up with a potato sack on my head, and my hands were zip tied together. And I was in the back of a van. Your the organs door opened harvested. Up and my organs harvested and i was just thrown into this frisbee golf place uh, and i wasn't allowed to escape until i uh went all nine baskets or holes or whatever (laughs) basket holes the basket holes (laughs) you know you get the basketball you throw it through the basket hole everyone screams touchdown yeah game set match um checkmate checkmate atheist (laughs) Uh, yeah, so other stuff happened. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12 had its finale episode um, and this Friday. what a time to jump in with no context. Yeah, yeah, so I made Andy, um, the resident straight of the podcast, watch the yep. finale episode. He had, he had not seen any of the other episodes of the season. Um, I've never seen like any other episodes in general. I've yeah. So this is definitely a clips. different. This is a different format. This is very different than a normal episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of the first notes I made. I was like, "What is this? How does this like compare to the re- like watching a regular yeah episode?" Okay. Uh, so I just first I want to get your kind of like unfiltered thoughts. Like, what was going through your brain? I know, I know, I obviously asked you to watch this. What? What were your first impressions? Um, for I mean, before I, I say anything like super, I, I don't really have anything negative to say. Sure. I think the the thing that really hit me hard 
during this whole thing was that everybody was putting this together remotely. Yeah. Which was insane yeah. to like imagine logistically getting everyone uh, to do these skits and like mm-hmm. move, make space in their homes to do all these things. Yeah. That, that was the craziest part to me. So like amazing for like great for them. Like I haven't seen anything that I know Saturday night live tried to do something like that. I haven't seen it, but I saw I a couple sketches a of that. Yeah. It's not, it I was haven't funny. seen a production of that scale. Okay. Um, remotely, which was crazy. Um, he, the humor is always like super <laughs> offbeat to me. <laughs> like I recognize it's like, I recognize when a joke is happening, <laughs> but I very rarely, I either, I don't get it. Or I get it, but I don't it's, find it funny at all. Yeah, I mean, gay gay culture in general is like, uh, it's drag culture is kind of speaks in this like very coded language and like lots of slang. And then to like add on to that, RuPaul's Drag Race itself as a piece of media is one of those pieces of media that becomes so self-referential like in its lifetime. Like it, it now, it season 12... I mean, it's just constantly referencing back to previous moments and other seasons. So well, it's like a friend group. Yeah, like, you develop your own language over time. With yeah, inside jokes and memes and stuff. Um, and just to be clear, RuPaul's Drag Race did not invent drag language. That's a that's a big point of contention among um, the, I guess, gay community in general. Is like there's this like influx of fans that only see drag through the lens of drag race, which is this like reality kind of TV show. And it's like, okay, there's, there is more to drag than just that, but you know, it's obviously a very entertaining TV show. So I just wanted to kind of give you that context as well. That, <laughs> that that's a very big thing. A lot of people feel so. Yeah, the only context I've ever had, and we w- we went over it briefly before, was Drag Race and and the story arc with with uh, Chandler's, oh Chandler's yeah, yeah, dad and, and and friends. Yikes! So that is my <laughs> that is that is my context. Now you um, did you did actually watch um, the season All Star season four uh, finale with us. In... I was in the same room you... as it happened. <laughs> you were in the same room <laughs> in Louisiana <laughs> I, when we I watched it. I will not it. go as far as to say <laughs> that I watched it because there were a lot of people in that room. They yeah. were all being very loud, and I and uh, at that at that yeah, various other uh, pieces of of story happened in that time, which resulted which, in me yeah. just very much wanting to to escape on my phone. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but, so so this episode yeah. is it's very clearly different. It's filmed remotely. A lot of work went into putting it together, so that was kind of interesting to see how they handled it. Um, but yeah, yeah, they've they've played with the format of the finale episode, and then the last couple seasons they've landed on this format of um, this kind of lip sync roulette thing, which is a, is really exciting to watch. And yeah, they changed I, it for this, obviously. But what were you gonna say? Uh, I was going to say that that was like one of the maybe like that was probably the most negative thing I had to say about the show. Sure. Is that like I always hear like lip sync uh, associated with Drag Race, like the final 
competition or something. So, like, does it, them doing lip sync so often does that get old? Do you do you feel no. that that gets old after a while? No, because that's what a drag queen like in the in, outside of this TV show. That's what a sure. drag queen does. Like they they lip okay. sync and perform songs. Like that is like the bread and butter of a drag queen. Obviously, they're entertainers, but that is what they do. And so, uh, in each episode, they only do the they do a lip sync for your life. So, the two bottom uh, queens of the episode go head to head, and they have to lip sync against each other for the chance to stay in the competition. So it's kind of like there are stakes there. Um, sometimes it's very like sometimes they're they're let down sometimes it's so exciting um and they kind of play with that and other things too like in all stars which is like the redemption drag race i guess you could say they like they do a lip sync for your legacy so it's like the two top of the week get to to duke it out to see who wins um but yeah so that's that's another thing but no watching the the like one or two lip syncs per episode is always so that's the best part to me okay um so to have a finale that's like all lip syncs it's really really exciting um but yeah i just it definitely was different this year um i still think they did a great job with what they had to work with i think it was still exciting that was the the level of production value given the current state of things was that that was the most fascinating part of the whole thing to me yeah there's one clip where it shows each of the queens like unpacking a box of like production equipment that i assume that they set up and stuff that mm-hmm. i'm like for the last lip sync yeah <laughs> yeah uh it's really interesting but yeah so they did it uh differently this year they had them do a i forget which came first i think they did the close-up lip sync first or am i wrong yeah, they did the close up. I, I I am fresh off of watching. I just watched it, and then we started recording. It's so, been a couple of days for me. Um, they they did the close up lip sync, uh-huh. and then who was your who was like, your favorite on that lip sync? Um, for the close up, I'd say um I I Gigi, mm-hmm. um Gigi was my favorite. I think the one on the left who Crystal was Method and. In, in, yes crystal method yeah i think their makeup did not was not helpful in the lip sync i i agree with that sentiment yes they're like i feel like lip sync is all about it made them less expressive yeah Yeah. you got it's you got to have like intense eyeliner or something like to make your face you you could read your eyes and your mouth movements more the more you change your features from being human like the harder it is to read them yeah yeah so i think Gigi had the best um also from the general intros i had because when i watch a show like this in order to become invested i have to pick pick like a person to root for sure um so i immediately picked Gigi. Mm-hmm. uh they had like the funniest intro uh, sure. and the most variety in like their past clips so sure. uh but that was my favorite close-up lip sync yeah sure for that for that i think that they're, they were the most expressive mm-hmm. and the only positive thing that the judges had to say about um jada was that was she moved right closer and further away closer and further away the, the camera i was, I was like, like ah yeah that was yeah that, <laughs> i'm sure it wasn't passive aggressive but it was just like good you did a thing too yeah good for you i i definitely yeah. had feelings and 
I, I want to see before, like, I kind of inject my own feelings onto you. I want to see, like, what you what you were feeling. So then they do their each, like, they chose, I guess, a song. Um, and then they set up, like, an outfit. And they set up maybe a backdrop for it. And they filmed <laughs> yeah. kind of a music video. So what were your thoughts on those each individual videos? So I don't know if my brain shut off or what. But I missed the memo where they said that that was going to happen. Okay. So... They were like, yeah, so we're going to do the close-up lip sync thing. And so that was happening. Yeah. And then there was no intersection of them being like, they didn't talk about, the judges didn't talk about the close-up thing until after everything was finished. Yeah. So then I it think... just jumped straight to yeah. uh, Crystal Crystal Method. <laughs> and I wrote, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> Her bird because, lip sync. Yeah, she was a bird. <laughs> Um, I'm like a bird. Like, yeah, and it was, it, it was horrifying and scarring. <laughs> but I think, like, I'm still thinking about it now. Yeah. So I guess it was very effective. Yeah. Um, there's a part where uh, her acting as the the motherboard motherboard motherbird uh, vomits into the, yeah. the baby bird's mouth. <laughs> which was also very effective in uh, etching that into my brain. Yeah. Uh, it made me want to die, yeah. but the amount of work that probably went into that, like that was easily, like easily the best one, just given the amount of work and creativity that went into that. Sure. Uh, then GG good went uh-huh. take on me was like my favorite song of the three. Okay. Um, again, a lot of work went into the background. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that was impressive for me. I, I thought that was really cool. They both, they all like obvious, obviously if you're going to do drag, you have to be pretty crafty as far as like, you know, picking up different skills and, and making things yeah. like on the fly. I am so disappointed. There wasn't a shitty rotoscope joke <laughs> in there. Yeah. Cause like the whole point of that music is like, you think of that song, you think of the music video, you think of the rotoscope part. Sure. And I think she, she was trying was... to prove that it, she could do it practically, which like I can see that being like, if, okay, if you're, if you're going to go from that angle, then you maybe want to avoid making any computer generated kind of effects. I don't know. Sure. Um, I was just thinking like, like a shitty MS paint. Sure. GIF or a thing that like, I think that was a missed opportunity. Um, there was a bit with like a, they got like a poster board and cut uh-huh. out like, Someone, and they kind of imitated the rotoscope effect there. Yeah. That was okay. Um, I thought that looked visually better than the bird thing. Sure. But the bird obviously had there way was just more something. Work yeah. In there. there was just a lot of interesting stuff happening in that. Yeah. yeah. So, I think the bird wins out of those two. Um, Jada showed up in the third one. It was a little bit of a letdown because there wasn't like any effects or anything, yeah. but it had the best choreography by far sure yeah um which i i think it it had to be because the the outfit and the backdrop was like nothing compared to the last two yeah so the choreography definitely made up for it so out of those Um, three what was your favorite uh so i wrote down i don't want gg to lose (laughs) but i'm pretty sure all hope is lost now after looking at jada's choreography um i think the number uh, crystal method was the best there sure jada was second place because the choreography was fucking crazy and then uh gg was last because like 
there was so much work that went into it. Yeah. But I feel like the ball was dropped on like you, you put so much work into this and I feel like you didn't do a lot with it. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a little then, like, you continue, continue. Um, then they like did the whole stereotypical reality show yeah. thing where they're like, we're going to announce the winner. <laughs> but then they all, they all were picked. They yeah. were all picked <laughs> to move on. Uh, I was memed. Uh, I thought that was stupid. I think it's very cliche. Like every show, Lego Masters did that. Every yeah. show does that, and it's not. It's like expected well, now. So like I've seen shows where they don't do that, and it's kind of disappointing because it's like, <laughs> well, I at least want to see what they did because obviously they've done all this prior to the the episode. Like sure, like yeah. I at least want to see what they did. I don't want it to like come. It's it's weird when they're disqualified like five minutes before the ending. Well, it's like why lie to me? Like why tell me you're gonna, <laughs> for the for the like, drama? <laughs> yeah, like you knew from the get go, you lying piece of shit. <laughs> RuPaul like, is what? RuPaul is pretty notorious for doing stuff like that. Like it's uh, like drag me through. Yeah. You know. Anyways, um, I'm a sucker for reality competition shows too. I uh, mm. I I don't I most of the time I don't like them yeah. uh, or reality TV in general, but uh whenever i do consume it like my heart was pounding during this uh <laughs> oh. <laughs> during this but like i had no investment it's just like that's sure. just like how i handle watching like competition shows i'm just like who's who's gonna get it who's gonna win uh so then they cut to the whole uh the, they cut to a montage of all the all, all the all the losers i guess or all the ones who didn't make it to the end <laughs> all the losers <laughs> all the all the fucking losers uh they yeah. all get all the other contestants yes <laughs> they all get two thousand dollar bonuses and then yeah. they were all like really happy to hear that and it reminded me that like they're all not mega celebrities like they're yeah. probably just regular people so it was like oh, well, two thousand bucks like that's i could do some like two thousand so, bucks sounds great so like um, let me tell you a little bit like when drag race happens you i mean they are they are kind of celebrities like in in like the I just mean like they're all yeah. probably not like, you know, in huge mansions. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But all have their own. So to give like a little bit of context too, the current like global pandemic, they haven't been out touring, and so usually what happens is when the season is airing, the girls from that season are are touring different bars and different things, and they are making money. They're they're you know getting sponsorships. They're getting you know deals with people. They're getting lots of money um obviously i think not like incredibly wealthy but they can be very successful um but unfortunately none of them have been able to do that so you know obviously they've been they've been doing digital drag shows like virtual shows but i don't know if that's making the same income or less you know what i mean i don't know but um yeah yeah i mean two thousand dollars is probably really good for them you know yeah that's because i was like two thousand dollars that's not like but then i then i thought about it a little bit more and like just i I was like okay wait like yeah obviously two thousand dollars is like useful but yeah anyways so i kind (laughs) of had that you know epiphany before we went into the final lip sync um final lip sync final lip sync happened and again like Gigi just kept letting me down yeah my my first impressions of of her was uh wow like this is very diverse uh very diverse what costumes um, sure yeah like looks different looks. yeah very diverse looks 
uh, all across the board. And then all like they show me that in a montage in the beginning. And yeah. then the rest of this episode is just continuously just letting me down. Like that yeah. wasn't what, you know, that's, that's not what Gigi's all about from the two <laughs> seconds that I, well, her um, trajectory on the main, like the show she had, she was in the top two, the first episode, then she won like three episodes. And then towards the end of the season, she was in the bottom, like, two or three times and then then i think she ended up winning the final um episode before the finale but she there was a real rocky moment at the end of the season for her so i feel like that's what i saw this episode. yeah that like, that's interesting that you picked that, up on that yeah because i i was entirely sold from the beginning and i was let down <laughs> um so jada had a really neat cape thing that she used during the lip sync she threw it off and it was like probably mm. the the coolest moment of the whole thing yeah um crystal did the splits and i know a little bit about drag race lore to know <laughs> that though that is a common practice not a lot do it like that that's like every time they have to like bust out the big guns they do the splits right that's like the that's big thing. yeah that that is like uh, not everyone can do that but when they do it and they like slam into the ground or something, it's really shocking. Um, yeah. And we, we have seen that a lot on the show. It's, I think a lot of people are maybe are bored by it, but it still is very impressive. And I mean, doing, doing splits, doing death drops, that kind of thing. Yeah. Still so impressive. Crystal did the splits. Yeah. And so I was like, that is probably noteworthy. Um, <laughs> it's probably, <laughs> uh, Gigi had a costume transformation. Yeah. And it was the definition of underwhelming. It really uh, was. <laughs> it was like, what? Yeah. What? Like, oh, wow. I'm so surprised. Yeah. Um, there was like a, a sight gag at the very end where she lifts up her skirt and you see uh, the yellow brick road for yeah. a, t- a few seconds. And you're like, ha, ah, like, you know, if, if they did that earlier, that probably would have been funnier or whatever. But, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, at the end, I figured... Uh, I, I thought Jada had the best lip sync at the end. Uh, and I, I was, I was correct. They won. Yeah. Uh, and I it, was very just curious perfect. though. So my thoughts were, it was kind of interesting. Like, so if RuPaul did decide two people to, to send on and get rid of someone, who do you think would not have made the cut at that end end there? Uh, let me scroll up and see. Because I was thinking, like, oh, is Jada not going to make it? Like, I didn't think she did well in the first one. I thought she did all right in the second one. But I was like, oh, man, is she not going to make it to the third lip sync? <laughs> I I think it definitely would have been between Gigi and Jada. Um, Gigi had the best close-up lip sync. Yeah. And I, I think Jada would have left. Ah, if it was decided by the first two, I think Jada would have left. That's kind of how because I felt, and I was like, clearly ah. had put way more work into their uh, the music video thing. Sure, I, whereas Jada, like, I felt like Jada tried to make it like a thing of like, oh, I'm on like I'm in a robe and I'm on the couch, but it just it wasn't seeing it that it compared seemed- to like crystals where she's a bird vomiting into her own mouth was just like it was missing something for me also Gigi had like a whole backdrop yeah and like had props yeah jada's came across as really lazy but the only reason the only redeeming quality of is it is that was she is a good she's a good performer which in essence like 
should be what we're critiquing but you're kind of it's hard to critique someone's like art when it's like more than just performance like maybe it is crafting or maybe it is you know whatever well, it's like, the other ones were just more like because i mean the other two had choreography they're yeah. not as good as jada's but sure. they also had that in sure. addition to outfits and props yeah. and backdrops yeah uh so <laughs> yeah it definitely seemed like jada's was put together like the day before um yeah it's just interesting I, I was just curious what you thought yeah yeah but i understood why that uh jada was picked at the end mm-hmm. um and i thought it was really weird that they were like jada's the one and this is the finale so this is the yep. last episode of yep. the season yep they're like yeah they're the winner bye yep and then it, it just, <laughs> and then and then it just stopped and i was like is this normal yes is this what drag race is they're yes. like, yep thanks bye so in, no, in a normal yeah. episode that's not what it's like but all of the no finales all of the finales are um they're pre-recorded in a way that they record all of the possible endings. Like they'll record Gigi winning. They'll record crystal winning. They'll record. And I don't know if they did this specifically in this instance, because it's um, not usually they do it in front of a live audience. So they have to record like, you know, Oh, they, there's a tie there. They win as a tie and Oh, they win. You know, so they record all these different endings. So that the main audience or, I don't know why I said main audience. So the, the people leaving can't leak the information. Exactly. Right? They can't yeah. be like, oh, obviously people are often like, well, it looks like this person did really well, you know? And so like, yeah, but yes, they, they film a lot of different endings. So you never know. Um, so when it gets to that point, it's like, yeah, they can't really, it doesn't feel authentic probably to them when they win, like on camera because it's like yeah they get five seconds of all like the possibilities have been yeah and, and then they're they know like, like yeah, they're gonna film the next one right after this and so it's kind of like um but then they do a live reaction oftentimes to the finale <laughs> like it's really weird usually it'll be at a club where the, all the three queens will be and then the winner will come out mm-hmm. and get crowned and all this so it's kind of like a part of the moment a moment of the show you don't see there has to be a better way to do that. Um, yeah. I can't think of any, like, but that that yeah. just sounds really, because what do they do with all that extra footage? Is yeah. that in, like, the bonus features of the Blu-ray if you buy the, if you buy the season don't DVD? Think, I don't think there are season DVDs. If I was a fan of this, I, I would be upset that you don't get to see the unused footage and the, like, of, like the alternate yeah. endings and stuff and the special features of, uh, that seems like, Let's bring the demand for that. <laughs> Let's do. Come on, we got to rally, rally behind. I'm looking to the, see if uh, they have Blu-rays. Uh, you can get. There has to be Blu-rays of Drag Race. That is like way I too don't big of a. No, <laughs> you can get season three <laughs> on DVD. <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, you I know, don't know. I, I'm not a part of this fandom, so I won't. I, I won't don't think they get exist. Too passionate about it, but you know, come, come on come on guys we need that that sounds like a okay whatever <laughs> uh, but let's, let's so okay race blu-ray so uh Jade... they take it off netflix <laughs> what if they take it off where are you gonna get it well we don't have it buy... we don't have it on netflix you have to use a vpn and go to the uk and then oh, yeah so we don't even have it <laughs> um That's you nice. have to use their special world of wonder streaming platform to watch it technically 
Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. So I had to use a VPN to yeah. get the UK version of Netflix yes. so I can watch this. So I could watch a really long music video of them telling me to vote. Yeah. In the US. <laughs> Yeah. On the on the on the on the UK. Netflix. Yeah, I mean it's just they, yeah it's it's one of those things where they just film it for the American audience and then like yeah. when they package it for other countries they don't change anything they just here's the episode. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, they after every episode of the season they've they've done a like vote you know thing. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so were you happy with the ending? You're happy with the winner? Um, I understood. <laughs> the reason like it, it's one of those like if i'm playing smash brothers with somebody and i lose yeah. I, I can't get upset because like i know why i lost i can look back and be like okay like they did this and i could have done better so it's fine and that's how i feel about this okay um, obviously the the favorite that i picked was was not uh was underwhelming not, yeah yeah um, I also didn't watch the series up until this point. So <laughs> the the artificial investment I had in the character that lost yeah. was, what, what you know, once that happened, I was like, okay, like I'm indifferent. <laughs> but I understand why Jada won. Okay. Good for them. Uh, overall, um, I enjoyed the experience of watching this episode. Good. And I probably won't watch this show again unless... <laughs> Unless I force another you. Episode. <laughs> well, let me tell you, All Stars Five airs and <laughs> next week. <laughs> I'm not lying. Um, so you know, you might be watching another finale episode here in uh, 13 weeks I'm fine or with whatever. Just watching the finales. That's okay. <laughs> I, I, just... could, I could do that. I don't have the room. <laughs> I don't have the room in my life for another thing to keep track of and, and yeah. engage with and i wouldn't want yeah, you to because it's kind of like my thing and not yours oh wow well maybe i want to i'm going to get into it i'm going to learn more about it than you and then i'll be the expert <laughs> i yeah i don't think i've ever had a friend that's been more invested in drag race than myself so I'd like I don't know. I, I that is one of those things where I'm like firmly like, oh, this is my thing. Like it's it's not any of my other this friends. It's my thing, nice. and I'll subject them to it. And you know, but yeah. So I, I would have been happy with any of the three of them winning. I was happy with Jada. Um, yeah, I think it is what it is. It's over. It's done with. It is what it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, All stars five. There's no breathing room. You can't enjoy. Poor poor fucking Jada who won. Like can't enjoy it because of the pandemic and then now there's going to be a new winner announced in a couple weeks anyway so um that reminds me uh what was the development behind the the one that was uh problematic in the beginning of so she made it when did they get voted out she made it all the way so that's why they that's why they did this so she they basically every episode before the episode there was a statement on the screen that was like in light of Sherry Pie's, you know, recent, you know, whatever, um, she will not be at the finale. Like, she will not be at the live finale taping or whatever. And so people were like, that's weird. Why would they put that if she didn't, like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of implies she made it all the way. And then, like, as you watch the show, she did, in fact, make it to the top four. And, uh, yep, she okay. was not there. So there was a top three. <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> that, that is uh, uh that's that is very interesting but had she not been a, a creepy predator uh she would have been on on this episode as well and then it would have probably they probably would have done a top two had that been the case 
So that makes sense. So maybe they did a top three just because it was like it seemed like they needed more. I don't know, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, very um, interesting. That was, that's a that's a very strange world to yes. to get a get a glimpse in. Yep. Um. <laughs> now we can move to another world. <laughs> yes, Nintendo world. <laughs> Hashtag calculated. <laughs> Um, so some, some pictures have, I, I don't want to say leaked because yeah. leaked implies that Nintendo is like or, or had them is, and then, yeah, yeah, they're actively trying to keep people from sharing this, but yeah. it doesn't seem like they are taking it down. Sure. Um, I mean, but, yeah. Um, aerial photos of the current construction layout of Nintendo world, uh, and universal studios in Tokyo has released. Mm hmm and boy oh boy is it a lot smaller than i thought but yeah it's beautiful all the same man it's tiny jeez. <laughs> I, like, I don't i didn't know what to expect um because i figured so uh, did you ever go to the wizarding world of harry potter no i have not been um so th that park is about the same size as this mario expansion okay um it's it's pretty small, but they do a lot with sure. that space. Sure. Um, I don't know why Mario would have been different, but I imagined it would have been bigger. It's but yeah. it's very condensed. But I think it actually helps it because it looks like there's way more things going on in that space. Sure. Yeah. Which is really neat. Um, I I'm really happy with this. Mm -hmm. It uh, you see some. You see a Yoshi figure under a tree, which is, it's always really neat to see high quality <laughs> statues of, <laughs> of, uh, of characters. Um, there are Yoshi carts that people can ride in that seem to go through tunnels around the park, which is really neat. Hmm. Uh, I'm disappointed. It doesn't look like Peach's castle is, I, I think Peach's Castle is going to be the entrance point of the park. Yeah. And I'm sad that that's not a setting you can walk into. Yeah, I agree. Um, that was a missed opportunity. Um, like, what? <laughs> you know, where's the... That could have totally have been... That that was their Cinderella's castle. Yeah. And, you know, maybe there's hope. Maybe there's, like... I mean, maybe from the outside it looks really cool. I don't know. But it almost yeah. looks like it's facing the inside of this park. So, <laughs> yeah. It, also, everything since it's an aerial shot, it's it's kind of obvious that like you you see all the construction and stuff yeah. on the on the top of the buildings. But I'm sure if you're standing in the park, you don't see any of that. So I'm sure it looks fully immersive. That castle probably looks real when you're standing in the park. But well, my from thought here, was it's like kind of underwhelming. It looks like it's still like it's obviously not completed um yeah and then also like when i first saw the image i thought like in my brain because i was like this is so small i was like maybe this is like they built things and they're gonna kind of like shift it and like move them or whatever i don't know i mean that maybe that's not a possibility because like all the infrastructure that would be required to like move an entire building but like yeah it does just seem so like like man imagine that crowded on like the first day like <laughs> yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy it, it was originally scheduled to debut during the 2020 olympics so i feel like it's going it's 
pretty close to completion. Given, I don't remember when the Olympics were supposed to start, sure. but that was the initial deadline. I'm yeah. sure it was. It was obviously the Olympics are postponed, and I'm sure construction was probably thrown for a loop yeah. when the pandemic started. Um, but it, it looks pretty close to the model that they released mm. uh, as a promo. Yeah. Um, which I, I'm told is is not a very common trait with um production models for park expansions they usually like interesting they usually keep the the main focus or concept of it but uh-huh. they usually change change it a lot over development interesting so that's kind of interesting yeah um the model also showed a second part of the park which was entirely centered and themed around donkey kong which has not been built but didn't the I same imagine. model because I know I don't see any photos of it, but didn't the same model also have like a, a Hyrule area or no? No, it did not. Okay. But I know that that I because I, it since it's called Super Nintendo World, I'm sure that's in the cards because like I don't see why else they would call it Nintendo World as opposed to like Super Mario World. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure they're like keeping that reserved for uh potential uh because i was kind of under expansion i was under the impression that there were there was a hyrule and pokemon um zones as well i know that they intended so they intend on making a donkey kong expansion yeah uh, or at least they intended at some point because the production model exists sure Uh, i'm sure that's going to be like a phase two of the park which is kind of weird uh, given Donkey Kong's stance uh, uh, as far as the plethora of Nintendo IP, given like Donkey why... Kong's stance on Don- what? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that they also talked about wanting to have a Pokemon expansion yeah. um, somewhere else in the park. But that that no... would make sense to me because it's such a high-grossing franchise. Yeah. it's um, They did mention it. I know I've read it somewhere, but mm. there's been no word or no images or anything talking about it mm-hmm. and i'm so surprised again maybe it's too soon but animal cross that like animal crossing taking off how it did has to affect this park in some way like maybe there has to be some conversation happening about implementing animal crossing in into this somehow with an expansion or something i don't know well i just like when i imagine like a nintendo world what i would imagine is not just like mario area and donkey kong area i would imagine like um kind of maybe yeah maybe a dedicated mario area but then also like an odds and ends like kind of everything else like uh maybe like a luigi's mansion thing and then like an animal crossing thing and then pokemon like kind of like a a melting pot in like another section of the park similar to like disney how like tomorrowland has like tron and sure yeah yeah it used to have some star wars stuff leo and stitch yeah yeah uh that's kind of what i would imagine so it's kind of an interesting to me that it is so segmented like looking at these mario like the nintendo world images we we see it is only mario like it is mario yeah. and that's it <laughs> i think mario as a brand definitely stands on its own i sure. think looking at like hogsmeade and like the wizarding world of harry potter thing like that stands on its own harry simpsons is a little weird to have it as an expansion that's like a very strange part of their park uh mario definitely stands on its own 
Donkey Kong is the one that confuses me. Yeah. Um, I could definitely see the mentality of having some standalone Nintendo rides. Sure. Because, like, I, I don't see Kirby getting an expansion ever. No. But I could totally see, like, a, Co- a ride Kirby's, or something. Yeah, Kirby's Air Ride, yeah. Cur- Kirby Air Ride. Yeah. You know, you could, it takes you, it te- he teams up with Harry Potter, <laughs> and they go around the park. And Master Chief. <laughs> the Master Chief shows up. Uh. <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah it, it's weird how they decided to do this, and I'm curious how much or how how involved was Nintendo in this? I'm I'm sure very involved. I would imagine. Looking at this, it just reminds me of because uh, they were really stressing. Um, I forgot the name of it. Um, not sandbox. It, it, it's like a uh, a Zen Garden mentality with mm. level design and Mario Odyssey, where they were like, "How do we make?" a small area for Mario to run around in, but have as much condensed activities and, and things to do in this level as possible. Yeah. And I feel like this park reflects that same mentality that they have yeah. when designing levels. I can see that. Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Cause like they definitely, like they definitely maximize the potential in the space. Mm-hmm. Like it, it looks like they used every piece, every square foot of this, like is being occupied by something like a ride or a booth or yeah. some sort of um, uh, store you can go into, which is neat. But yeah, I think what's currently on the docket right now is a um, a Yoshi's ri- Yoshi's Adventure Yoshi ride, mm-hmm. which just seems to be carts that go around the park. It doesn't seem like they don't there seem very large either. <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. seem like a very like why it's not even going around the entire Mario area. It's like a third of the Mario area. <laughs> yeah. It seem it it almost it looks like it almost cuts the map completely in half. Yeah. Like on the top half. It, it's like a strange shape, but um it looks like it goes into two different showrooms, so maybe there's like some production there with maybe like yeah some scenes yeah. But it seems like some sort of like cheap or not cheap, uh, but like a, <laughs> this seems cheap, <laughs> like a, a a tram system or something. Like oh, you're at a park, you have children, you put them yeah. on the little train thing, and yeah, you just sit for a bit. Yeah. Um, there's there's a uh, a Mario Kart ride which takes place in Bowser's castle. Um, I'm very hyped for that. I think that's really exciting. It's interesting because you see Bowser's castle, the uh, the front of the castle and the picture of the construction. Mm-hmm. And then there's this huge warehouse yeah. behind, and that's where the Mario Kart ride takes yeah. place in, which is so weird to think that the inside of that building is probably decked out to look like the inside mm-hmm of a fictional I hope they, monster's castle. I hope that they, like, I would be really happy if they just did Bowser's castle, but I hope that they do, like, maybe some other references to Mario Kart. Oh, they gotta do like, Rainbow like Road. Like a Rainbow, a Rainbow Road, Road. or Yeah, I think that would be really cool. Um, That's way too, like, in sync with Mario Kart to not be... I hope. I feel like yeah. kind of what we're seeing now maybe doesn't persuade me to think that. That almost makes me think, like, nope, it's going to be Bowser's Castle. Like, what you see is going to be what you get. But hopefully I'm proven wrong because it would be cool to see Rainbow Road. Um, what what else do we got? Um, I think those are the only two rides right now. Um, there's some play areas. Uh, let's see what else we have. I'm looking at. How many rides are a- in uh, Harry Potter? Um, there's... There's a train that takes you from 
uh, takes you from the main park to the uh, Harry Potter park, which okay. I'd consider a ride because there's like different there's screens on the window, so different events can happen on the train okay. on your way there. Sure. Um, you get there. There's a a bank Gringotts escape thing. Um, you're like getting into a vault and helping Harry fight a dragon. Yeah. There's like two there's, like small roller coasters there's a um, hagrid one right like that that's a very new one that okay. was just added uh and then there's like a, a hogwarts escape there's maybe five rides there okay six if you include the latest one that they just added so like maybe yeah like maybe five like because i think five would be good but like right now seeing two uh and obviously like, yes we're we're still in construction and this is not the completed park but I'm like, I hope there's more. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look up. Like, if you're going to go for it, other... why don't you really go for it? You know? Let's see what we got. Um, hmm. Yeah, there's not there's not a lot of information I could really see here. Yeah. Um, there's some there's a web rectify gaming it doesn't look super trustworthy but there's talk about <laughs> like a zelda kingdom with a deku tree and a interactive is this just ex- someone luigi's hoping? mansion interactive target play ride Bowser that, Airship that ride. is see luigi's mansion like to be like the um blaster ride like that is such a missed yeah. opportunity if they do not that, do that that totally makes sense to me yeah. i would that would be my favorite ride already like i love those those silly like shooting rides bullet bills flying ride pokemon training academy Ugh, take me um i gotta go the donkey kong expansion they do have uh um a patent that was reserved a while back talked about a special type of ride vehicle that would give off the illusion as if it were quickly changing tracks mid ride, mm. which is, um, is it just very a, reminiscent a barrel to... that just launches you? <laughs> <laughs> it's similar to like the, the minecart segments of donkey Kong. Okay. And looking at the model for, um, the donkey Kong expansion, there are mine carts going in and out of this huge temple looking building. So it seems yeah. like, uh, it seems like there's like an intense donkey Kong ride, in the cards at some point but it doesn't seem like it's going to be a launch thing you know the more i look uh, at the donkey kong expansion the, the model of it it looks i can understand why they would choose this as a setting for another part of the park like it's very much like every amusement park kind of has that aesthetic style like a jungle kind of a thing. yeah so i can see why they do that so i get it but at the same time i'm like i don't know i'm not the biggest donkey kong fan so like, eh. I just don't think there's enough there to carry. Sure. Uh, like, how many attractions based off of Donkey Kong can you have in this expansion? Like, it, yeah. it's like you're creating this whole environment to house maybe one or two things. Um, maybe they'll surprise us and there will be... Maybe between... Maybe the, the plan is to, like, have, like, two rides in the main area, two rides in the Donkey Kong area. Maybe that's the goal. I don't know. That'd be neat. Um, so they'll split them up that way. I could see why they would go with Donkey Kong because, like, I feel like the the obvious choices here are Mario and Zelda. Yeah, I think. I think, I think, I think creating... Pokemon is also like a very like. Oh yeah, that's a juggernaut. Pokemon, I I want to say like I don't have the facts and figures pulled up. I think it's a number one. It's the like highest franchise. grossing like franchise. Yeah, and Harry Potter is this I think second or third, which is right. 
it's it's crazy given how huge Disney is. Yeah. And Universal now has two of like the biggest properties. They have to. And it still <laughs> they they like got to unite. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I feel like so if you went with a Zelda expansion, yeah, how would you visually make it stand out from a Harry Potter expansion? Cause I feel like Zelda is very like castles. Sure. Um, kind of fantasy type um, settings. Maybe you'd make it like an enchanted woods or something. Yeah. I, I would make it kind of like a forest, um, kind of maybe like similar to the avatar area. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been there either, yeah, but I, kind of that aesthetic, uh, with some castle stuff mixed in. Um, Maybe you do, like, a Breath of the Wild kind of area, like, where it's, like, a more fieldy and, like, mountainous. I don't know. Um, yeah. Artifacts. Um, and then with Pokemon, uh, I can't, like, Pokemon. I think maybe that's why, yeah. To be, that can be done, but yeah. I think, like, maybe a city, like, making a mock city that's, like, oh, a Pokemon. They would have to do, yeah, like, like a Celadon City or, like, Something like that, where it's they like, probably make up like a city name similar to like Galaxy's Edge. It's like some fictional sure. planet in the Star Wars universe. They'd probably make up some yeah Pokey Town or something. It'd probably be like that, yeah. But there's not like a lot that could be played around with there. Like maybe except for maybe the storefronts. Like all the signs from Detective Pikachu are really fun to see. Mm-hmm. But with Donkey Kong, there's like temples and there's mine carts sure. and there's like. Uh, there's crashed plane imagery that's like seen in a lot of new Donkey Kong stuff and his like hut. It's visually different and special. And with Zelda and Pokemon, I'm like, I think you could do it. I think there are ways you could do it. If you, if you gave me like two weeks and a model, (laughs) like I I could bring you something that I think would look really nice. I have, I have some ideas in my head. So Nintendo, if you're out there, uh, universal, if you're out there listening, um, just hire me and I will come up I'm, with all the right ideas for you. <laughs> I'm actually, what would you think about circling back to this next episode, maybe briefly, and we can kind of share some brainstormed concepts for some Nintendo attractions for universal. Yeah, we can do a couple. Yeah. Cause I, now that you say that I'd like to kind of fiddle around with some ideas in my head. Cause I think, uh, I think that'd be a, a neat, a neat thing to okay. uh, kind of elaborate on some of these concepts. The Luigi's sure. Mansion thing just seems so. I just like, I have to see a Luigi's Mansion. The it. the dark rides are always my favorite. Like that is always so exciting for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like Luigi's Mansion. Well, dark rides are my favorite too, just because you get to see like really no, they're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the effects in the dark rides, like the water rides, that take you from room to room. It's like those are the best. Yeah, because you have like the, you get like super up close and personal with like these like really realistic pieces of machinery where like the ones where you sit in front of a screen and the they're, they're the like most that. immersive type type experiences the dark rides because it's like yeah. you're fully like you're in this environment that they are they have crafted rather than like on a roller coaster it's just like yeah it's a ride and it's fun but there's like even if it's themed it's not necessarily it's just a roller coaster it's not like you are wonder woman flying through the air like you know yeah. i don't know well, she doesn't you know, fly. Speak but, for yourself. <laughs> she has a she has a invisible jet. But <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't that a ride? <laughs> uh, 
one thing I don't understand, and this this will probably be my last thought on okay. it before I, I get to brainstorming new ideas. Okay. Is imagine like I think a dark ride would make perfect sense, uh, or a shoot 'em dark ride would mm. be would make a lot of sense with Luigi's Mansion, but then also Mario Sunshine. Yeah. Like I'd imagine there'd be it'd be really interesting to shoot water at at slime or goo all over mm. a spot, and you're trying to see how much your team can clean up. I could see them fulfilling different niches in the sense that like Luigi's mansion would be like this, the quote scary one. And then super Mario sunshine would be like the entire family. Like everyone can go do that one. It seems like a very collaborative. Yeah. Um, It seems less likely because Nintendo's not very keen on referencing Mario sunshine as much anymore as Luigi's mansions, like obviously an ongoing series now. Right. Right. But, uh, that maybe maybe concept. Super Mario Sunshine is like a like water area inside the main like park. You know what I mean? Maybe it's like there's like uh like a King Boardwalk, how they have the like star shooting water out of the middle, that circle, you know what I'm talking about? That would be a neat like parlor game or like a carnival game type thing. Yeah. You have like a little flood and you shoot at a target and the thing goes up and you Sure, sure. Prize. I was meaning that like the water like... that like actually shoots out of the ground and you like run through, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. 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 I was thinking of a uh, yeah. It, it would work that way too though, like if you're like a carnival game, so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there's ways you could do it. Yeah. Well, do you have any <laughs> ideas for <laughs> Nintendo rides? Let us know. How did you um, feel about the Drag Race season twelve finale? <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got. Thank you for listening to yeah. Desk Pop. Listening um, or watching. Listening or watching. Um, if you've enjoyed, if you've enjoyed listening to our thoughts on these topics, um, please consider subscribing and liking this content. Um, as well as if you hate it still engage with it still give us a thumbs down because that honestly that changes (laughs) that boosts us up in the algorithm (laughs) (laughs) there we go um yeah if you have any ideas on topics that we can cover um or if you have any thoughts on these you'd like to reach out with reach out to us with um definitely hit us up at desk popcast on all major social media platforms as well as at desk popcat or desk popcast at gmail.com shit yeah yeah well thank you for listening thank you see you next week i was gonna thank you about thank you brian thank you andy Uh, (laughs) yeah